gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP, the Sex yeah. Actually podcast. As always, it is your boy, Dave Neal. Uh, how's everyone doing today? You guys doing all right? We're hanging yeah. out there in quarantine. We're hanging out. The pandemic's hitting us all in different places. We got people listening over there in the UK. Asthma and Daniel, how you guys doing? Jake's over in Georgia. Oz is in Canada. Vic, did you make it to Virginia? Everyone's all over the world. And you know what? Same common denominator. We're slowing down life. We're kind of trying to listen to ourselves. We're wondering if that, you know pain in our chest is the COVID-19. We don't know what's going on. We're all on edge. And yet here we are, right, folks? I hope everyone's doing okay. This episode, I talk with Tasha Courtney, of course, my co-host and live-in partner and uh, live-in partner, my fiance, my live-in partner. What does that even mean? And we talked to Chloe LeBranch. Chloe is a very funny stand-up comedian uh, from the great state of New York. And uh, Chloe, we met actually a few years back. I've done her show several times. She runs a very funny show. It's called The Gray Lady. It's an oyster bar in New York City. I love. Here's what I love about New York. You can be a uh, you can be a, a a famous comedian and you still do these comedy clubs, these hole in the walls, these oyster shacks, literally a youth hostel. You, you know, you just perform anywhere, a laundromat, Central Park. Anyway, we met and um, she's got a very funny show. Very, I mean, she's just speaks the truth. We, this conversation, I don't want to give away too much about it, but we just talk about all the different places she's been kicked out of, whether it's, you know, improv class, acting class, <laughs> rehab, Vermont, uh, you know, she's She's got a trend happening here. She's uh, she's a she's a trailblazer. I think is a nice way to put it. She carves her own path, and um, hey, that's how some people are. You know what I mean? Some people are uh, digging ditches, and some people aren't. I don't know what that means. You guys are gonna like this episode. Um, I don't. I didn't want to say too much up front. Uh, this is you know in, in today's world we are forced. You know today's world being this pandemic, this quote unquote safer at home issue that we're having. We're forced to get on Skype and talk to people. You guys know more than anything i don't want to have to do conversations via skype i like to have people in the flesh you know so you know we're anticipating where the conversation is going to go we're finishing each other's sandwiches we're we're being on top of each other and it's very difficult when you're having a skype conversation which is pretty much like a very slow game of tennis I hit it to you over and out. I'm waiting for your response. So it's a little slow. We appreciate you guys sticking with us. I mean, I wasn't going to, you know, not do these episodes. And, you know, I'm talking to some really amazing people, but it's tough, you know. I'm talking to somebody, you know, I'm talking to Chloe in a cabin in Vermont. It isn't easy. It isn't easy to even just get the internet connection, the bandwidth to even make these conversations happen. But we prevail. I'm not complaining. There's bigger you know, problems in the world. We appreciate you guys sticking around. If you have any questions, write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear what's working, what's not, um, what you think's going on out there, any advice you guys have. I'm always open to feedback. And uh, you guys know how it is. I'll talk about it after the interview here. But, I'm, uh, we're, you know, we take whatever guest we have, whoever we're talking to, and we'll talk about whatever's interesting to them. You know, sometimes it's a Nat Geo photographer and he wants to talk about hammerhead sharks. Sometimes it's Somebody wants to give a blowjob to get backstage tickets to NSYNC. It's really whatever, you know, the only conversation we follow is the interesting one. So we take whatever agenda we might have and then we just throw it out the window and we have a good chat. So I think you're going to really love this episode. If you want bonus content, we are doing weekly episodes of the SAP 
Patreon. The Patreon is a private community where we get to do super personal, super open, super honest conversations. I do a mixture between conversations with Tasha and myself. I do conversations with Jonesy where we have our um, our monthly uh, chat where we uh, read the weird news and uh, have our irreverent co- um, commentary on that. It's very funny. It's probably the funniest thing we do. It's just we're two oddballs talking about weird events. And then I'll just do solo episodes where I'll just kind of get, you know, I'll turn some music on. We'll play We'll take requests from the uh, Patreon members and we'll just do some solo episodes. This, this week was actually funny. We recorded it last night. The Patreon episode was, um, you know, we played a few songs and then we, Ended up, I ended up explaining some of my, the funniest moments of the movie Dumb and Dumber to Tasha because Tasha's, she's got a great sense of humor, but I don't think she was, um, I don't think she appreciated what made things funny the way I do. Like I'll watch something funny. And again, I know this is probably sounding so obnoxious, but I'll watch something funny. I'll pause it and I'll be like, that is so genius the way they paused before that punchline or the way they set it up and then the recall, whatever it is, I'll kind of like beat it to death. And um, on this last episode of the Patreon, I, sh- I, I played my two or three favorite clips of Dumb and Dumber for Tasha. And um, I think it's really funny. So if you guys need a good laugh and you can spare a few extra bucks, we have different payment plans that are monthly payment plans. And it's a way for people to donate to the podcast. Uh, the money that we make from the Patreon goes directly back into the podcast. We uh, upgrade our gear. We just bought the Roadcaster Pro, which is an amazing new podcast setup. It's going to be it's going to help us provide better quality content to then pass back on to you guys. So I hope you, I hope you are all um, able to see that, you know, we're as an independent podcast, not on a network, not with any advertisements. This is kind of a way that we rely on you guys to be a part of the community and help chip in. So if anyone uh, wants to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the sap, patreon.com slash T H E S A P. And again, a big shout out to all those other people that want to donate outside of Patreon. We've got different Venmo, uh, Venmo sent to us. Uh, Christian, thank you so much for your very, very generous donation. We really appreciate it. I know it's tough times. If if it ain't in the funds for you guys, if we're just like on your roster, but we're not your number one, we appreciate you guys listening. Screen grab that your phone right now. Share us on Instagram with a couple friends. I mean, it really makes a difference. It really does. The more listeners we get, the more we can do fun things and grow our following. And anyways, without further ado, I want to introduce our next guest. So give it up for my chat with Tasha Corny and all the way from Vermont, New England. Give it up for Chloe LeBranch. New York's finest. How are you today? I am good. I am uh, on my journey. So we're uh, we're all holed up here in um, well at least in Los Angeles we're pretty much in quarantine. Where are you right now? I'm in Vermont. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm up in Vermont. I got here last Friday, and then I got to quarantine for 14 more days. I mean, no, for till next Friday, and then I'm gonna move locations. So you're like uh, you're close to Canada if need be. You're ready to just bounce out. Yeah, definitely. Who's in <laughs> super into Canada? Who's in Vermont? Um, I'm just here right now, just with one of my friends, a comedian. Oh, nice. Her name's Olga. Yeah, so we just came up. My uh, my dad has a house here, and he lives in. He's not around right now, so we came here. But I, uh, the, my my situation when this whole thing started was pretty spooky because I was in a uh, went to Miami for my birthday, which was on March fifteenth. And so I was in Miami for the weekend and it was like the day before I left, everyone was like, 
start, everyone's kind of like, nah, this thing's not a big deal. It's going to be fine. Everyone's overreacting. And then I went to the airport. My friend was like really paranoid and we wore like gloves. And then we got to Miami. Everyone in Miami was like partying so hard <laughs> in, in New York are showing like the shelves, the stores, like everything sold out in Miami at the CVS. People are just walking out with cases of beer with their shirts off and like beach volleyballs. <laughs> There's just so much toilet paper. it's tough to take it's tough to take the disease seriously up front because you're in miami the weather's nice we were supposed to be in miami a few days after that um right like right like i think march 18th we had a flight we're actually going to be on a cruise so it was a blessing that we were able to cancel all of our plans before the cruise took off because that would have been an absolute disaster there's literally like cruise ships that can't find a place to dock with dead bodies on them right now ew i heard Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a sister. Why named... don't they just like turn? Your your sister's named Natasha. Yeah, you're just Tasha. Tasha, yeah. But there's no your real name's n- not Natasha. Nope, no, no. Do you have like Russian background or what? What's what's where does Natasha come from? Yeah, it's a Russian. Or is name. that or is it French? Uh, so my dad knocked up. My dad knocked up this hooker. No, I'm kidding. My dad, uh, my, my dad speaks Russian, and he read some book, and his favorite character in it, her name was Natasha. Does Chloe so have a, a good name. story? Are you are you part of um, some novel somewhere? Yeah, no. So you know, in Austin Powers, his mother was a whore named Chloe with web feet. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's you know. Have you seen Austin Powers? Yeah. You know how he talks about how he had a mother. In food French with name Chloe, prostitute with web feet. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now I wanna, I wanna get, I want I don't know why this is my name. The the good thing about this is I don't really know you. Like I don't know your history at all, and obviously Tasha doesn't. So I wanted her to uh, to get to know you as well. But from what I, everything I know about you is just through like stand up. But from what I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, you are a New York socialite turned sober. Is that a nice way to put it? Yeah. I wasn't a socialite. I was just, uh, I blacked out a lot of parties. But, uh, (laughs) no, I did did a couple of debutantes. Uh, My family's kind of, like, uptight New York a little bit. And uh, I'm just not. So. So how do you get? I was just like. Yeah, how do you get from the prim and proper, like, uh, that lifestyle to, you know, doing stand-up at bar, you know, at dirty bars in New York? Like, how do you you go from one to the other? Uh, well, I don't know. I always wanted to like go into film, and so I took like a screenwriting class, and then my friend and I started a production company when I was in college, and she was like, "We should take an acting class, just so like we know everything about the industry or something stupid that someone would do if they have an internship." And uh, so I did that. And I took an acting class, and it was like so serious. I kept getting kicked out, and um, this girl, and it was like why don't you take an improv class? And I was like, all right, fine. So I went and I took an improv class at UCB. Not, I'm not good at uh, improv is not for me. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> we have that. In you know, common. it's all like, yeah, I can't, I could not stand it. I got kicked out of every improv class. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> one time at UCB improv, I got like, you get like a 30 minute break or like a 20 minute break in between the class. And I went to a bar and I got like shit face <laughs> and I came back 
And they were so not, not up, not okay with it. And because in improv, you have to like always say like, yes, and, and someone would say something in the class and I would just say, no. And the teacher would be like, Chloe, you need to yes. And I'm like, I'm not enabling this. It's not funny. And they're like, you can't do that. You know, that's then a girl in my improv class. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. I thought you were done. Sorry. A little bit of a lag here. Well, yeah, girl. I'm a woman. I shouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) After you had a girl in your improv class. This girl in my improv class, she was like, Chloe, like, you should try stand up. And I was like, people are just like trying to get me out of every class I'm in, basically, (laughs) directing me to a different one. So I went, I did a stand up class in in the city, did Rick Chrome's class at the Comedy Cellar. And like, I just loved it. I was like, this is great. We can drink. Like, I love it. I can be alone on the stage. So how, how was, then I did stand up. Tasha did, uh, I got Tasha to do UCB. Um, and- it was a complete nightmare. It was a complete nightmare. I don't want to blame it all on the teacher, but our teacher was like about as charismatic as a doorknob. And it it just wasn't a good time. Like I I just couldn't like I don't know. I it didn't click for me. And then I had a nervous breakdown before our uh like class performance. <laughs> I stopped no in the car happened. on the way there. I was like, you can't make me do this. Dave had to pick up the pieces. She killed. It. She killed it. She had a great set. Um, but the thing is, is like I had a lot of I had to have a lot of faith in our relationship to send her to improv because that's where like every dude goes to get laid. You know what I mean? That's like the breeding pool for like for improvisers is like or, or even teachers. Like you must have you must have met a guy or two at improv. I mean, really? Well, I think so. Yeah. Why everyone's such a nerd? Well, that yeah, but that's the only way they can like um it's sort like, of socialize. Oh, I guess that's the only way they talk to girls. So it's like it's kind of like that high school vibe where everyone's trying to fuck. You know, because you're getting kind of close. You're yes anding. Yeah. You're 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 me tooing each other, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're at an after party. I don't know. Maybe that was <laughs> me tooing each other. Like oh, that. improv. I, I personally think improv guys are the sleaziest, just because you like stand up. There's there's I think with stand up, like you're alone on stage. The next person's alone on stage. We pass the baton off. Whereas, like you were saying, improv, you have to pretend yeah. like something's funny. And I feel like a lot of times stand ups differ in that. Well, like, you well, ju- Never mind. No, we just like call the bullshit if something's just not working. Like if a bit's not working, you just bail on it or whatever. But in improv, oh, you, sure. you just like pretend. You have to go with it until you find something funny. Oh, it's brutal. It's Dave's I, a loner. He likes to work alone. I'm a loner. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm just plugging my phone in so it doesn't die. I'm really bad at technology. Um, yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. And I mean, I, I've never like seen a guy do improv and be like, oh my. God, I want to have sex with that guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but whereas stand up, you might, you might have. You, I mean, have you ever watched a guy do stand up and it and it made him attractive after? Oh, oh yeah, I'm dealing with a situation currently. Which explain? What's the situation? <laughs> um, it's just like a comic that I went on like a date or two with, but I can't say who. And he's a psycho. Which I should have I should have known that up top. Like we went on two dates and then after our second date, like we were on a show together or he was on a show and I was doing a roast, you know, roast whatever it's called, the roast battles at the stand. Mm-hmm. I was doing that and then and uh he got mad at me because I was like told an, another comic on stage made a joke and I was like, That was so funny, I just came because I was like a judge. 
And then after it, he told me, he's like, why don't you just fuck him? And I was like, <laughs> And then we like went outside and he's like, we need to talk. He's like, this is over. I was like, we only went on two dates. And he goes, I'm not marrying you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, why'd you bring up marriage? I knew it. <laughs> well, we have a lot of undiagnosed mental issues in the in the comedy world, but it, but if you're doing stand up, you meet stand up comedians. It's kind of like how it works. But you, you've probably like yeah, but I, I I agree with that kid. You agree with him the the comic that it wasn't going to work out. I mean, marriage. I didn't think that was going to be a thing, but. I, I do think it sucks because you see a lot of these comics who date other comics, stand-ups, and they break up, and then you're they're at the club together, and it's just like people like pick sides, kind of, and it's just everyone talks about everything on stage. Yeah, that's gotta like, be the hardest part is that you're not just coworkers, you're coworkers who share everything about your lives. So as soon as shit goes sour, everyone knows who you're talking about. That's gotta be tough. Oh yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Now, what about so, yeah. like, what about like audience members? You dating any audience members? Because I feel like you know you're 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 in the part of the scene, the fun part, where you're in New York City. You got the show you host. I mean, obviously, right now that you're quarantined, but like that that must be a pretty you know fun time because you're yeah. What are you early? 20s? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm 31. What? I know, right? Hey, cool. 30 club. I thought, yeah, we thought, I thought yeah. you were like uh, younger. I thought I you know. were like. People think I'm like 11. I'm emotionally stunted. I'm emotionally retarded. <laughs> 31. As I wow. Like to say. Um, so, yeah, you, okay. Right? So, you did, did you, did you like quit the, the drinking or you, were you just taking a time out? Because last time I saw you, you were off the bottle. Yeah. So, what happened was I was a really big big partier in my 20s acting like i'm like 40 and then i ended up leaving stand up for i stand up for like two years and then i went to rehab for like two years on and off and i gotta tell you i was doing some of my best drinking in rehab and uh swear to god it's nuts and then i came back and i was sober for like like two years basically the last two years so, so, like, I have, like, a flip here and there, but, you know, I'm I'm a sober Sally, I guess. That must Congrats. be. Yeah, that's oh, great. That's good. Now, was was rehab something you had wanted to do, or was it just kind of like you had, you were. Oh, my God, I was dying to go. I was, ever since Lindsay Lohan went to Cirque Lodge when I was, like, 20, I was like, I need to do this. Did you come out <laughs> to Malibu? Did this. you go out to Malibu? Where'd you go? I did. I went to Promises. Nice. That's a good, that's that's a good a nice one. Yeah. I got kicked out. I got let go. Uh, How do you find alcohol? How do you yeah. get alcohol? And it's actually there? out of business because it burned down. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a really There's bad There's a couple things that happen. So this kid that I started like dating, because like, the first thing you do when you go to rehab is you like find the Hawkeye and you make him yours. And um, But don't they tell you not you know, to like, like up front? Don't they say like you're not allowed to mingle while you're in rehab? Yeah, well, I mean, there's different rehabs. Some are really serious. Some are like less strict. Like at promises, like they think everyone is like, you know, like an executive, so they let all of you have your cell phones because they think like we have really important business to do, which we don't. And um, <laughs> so, right? I mean, and everyone just hangs out. And I've gone to rehabs where like guys and girls can't even speak to each other. Uh, if you like look at a guy, you get in trouble. Yikes. But um, 
Yeah. So this one was it was it was wild. Like I went there and there's this really, really cute boy who was there and like we like got along really well and he was just out of his mind. And one day he like kind of lost it and he um I wrote, I'm writing a play and he's the main character in it. I told him that he was in it and he said he's not thrilled, but he told me it's my my journey. So I was like, yeah, it is. Uh, So he's funny. I talked about him on a podcast before he was like managing. Anyways, he spent a lot of time like at the, at the Playboy mansion. He was like 28 and I was like 27 or 20. I don't know. And uh, so he like, that's where he got into heroin. Cause he was there and like, you know, whatever. And then he like made a ton of money when he was really young and he bought a Picasso and a T-Rex claw and, uh, a T-Rex kind of claw. That's I know. Next and level. I was like, he told me this and I was like, I am in love with you. <laughs> and, uh, he called his drug dealer one day and his drug dealer like threw all these, like all those Xanax and Coke over one of the hedges at the, at, promises and then he got it and like within 24 hours everybody at the rehab was just like on drugs oh my gosh <sighs> wow did they find out it was him yeah so then he got kicked out and when he got kicked out i was so heartbroken i ran away to go find him <laughs> so we've only known each other for two weeks by, by run away i mean you're just like you just leave malibu and jump in an uber like what are you doing <laughs> Uh, well, we all got in trouble. So we went to, they took us to an outside meeting in like Venice, like a Promises alumni meeting. And I was like on strict watch and I pretended to go outside to smoke a cigarette and I just ran. But I didn't have a phone or anything. It's a long story. Is but. it one of those things where like there, you grant them like custody of you? Like, is it just like if you leave, you lose your money or are, are they yeah. like, in charge of you? Well, the thing is, like, you're basically, like, you can sign out whenever you want. So it's not, like, court-ordered or something. Like, I'm an adult, so I can, I would say I want to leave. And then they they try really hard to not let you leave. But, like, they legally, like, can't hold you. Okay. So you're kicked out of acting class, improv class, you escape rehab. What sort of, tre- <laughs> what sort of trends are we coming upon? Like, what did you learn from the whole experience? Um, I have a drinking problem. (laughs) (laughs) But did they teach you like how to cope with that, with that problem or meditation or was there anything like special about it or just a nice place to be? You do uh, do meditation, uh, which is chill. Um, You know, the thing I think about like uh, these rehabs and, and these things, it's like you put a bunch of people that are really sick together and you expect them all to get better. Do you know what I mean? So it's like I'm you're with a group of people and everyone's been sober for two days and everyone's like crazy. You think like it's it's you're just around people that are super unhealthy. You think it would be better if it was like strictly an individualized approach, like a one on one, not housed with a bunch of other people who are going through the same thing? I don't know. I guess it, I guess it really depends. The, the main thing with, about being sober, I think, and in, in probably anything like even doing stand up and stuff is you just have to want it. You know, for for anything to work, you have to actually want it to work. Yeah, like make the choice yourself that you're going to be committed yeah. to this thing, whether it's a job or a career or being sober. The interesting totally, thing is like, we're kind yeah. of like we're kind of like in a rehab right now, like like the universe, you know what I mean? Not to be all like spiritual, but we're all being forced to like not do what we want to do. 
but we don't have a rehab telling us what to do first thing in the morning. So it's it'd be nice if we had just like a certified doctor on a YouTube channel being like, all right, guys, do some yoga, stretch. Like it would be nice to have some shit to follow along to. Like what are you doing? I gotta to- tell you that stuff's that stuff's that stuff's going on. People like I see like influencers on Instagram or, or like health influencers being like, make your quarantine schedule like eight a.m. Go for a walk. Like that stuff is like happening. Like these these healthy people, these healthy people, <laughs> they are they got a plan. <laughs> it's true. One of my friends is the is that healthy person, and like I am not even awake when she starts her like morning live stream workout. It would be nice if it was automated. Like if it was like the state just like turned on everyone's TV with like a sunshine yeah. and like a wake up song. It was like time to get dressed. I feel like that's in like a movie somewhere, like a space movie or a future movie where it's just like yeah. shades up. Yeah. TV just on. turn it on. Yeah. Now what do yeah, you like in the, in the, sorry, I was gonna say like in the parent trap and the, the camp when they play the trumpet to wake you up. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the revelry. Like I would forced love that. wellness. Yeah, like now we're going to, but we're, we're, here's what we're, we've been really good at food, at ma- at making amazing food. We're cooking like a corned beef in the, in the crock pot right now. We're, we're literally just becoming fat. I mean, we had cherry pie last night and um, we got, we bought, we bought a wok. So we're just cooking like Thai food. I mean, it's a real, like, you know, two dinners, two desserts. We're really pushing for it. But like, what are you doing? So like, what are you doing to not lose your mind? Cause Vermont's pretty isolated. Um, yeah, so I was here for, <clears throat> I only got here, I've been like really uh, traveling a lot and quarantined by accident, and well, because I was in Miami, and so like I didn't really, Miami was insane, I gotta tell you, it was a pretty good time, uh, I had sex with someone pretty cool, uh, <laughs> right, bit of a legend over here, and um, so yeah, I got back, I went straight, I, my, I ran into my best friend there, who I grew up with, and we went straight from Miami out to her parents' house in Long Island. And we stayed there for two weeks. And then me, my friend who's a comic, she came and picked me up. And then we drove up to Vermont for two weeks. And then on Friday, I'm leaving and I'm going to go back out to East Hampton. Sounds like a blast. So- <laughs> <laughs> now, so like what's so so the sex life isn't isn't being detoured during the pandemic. You're getting some good Miami, some of that good COVID dick having one time sick so like are you are you trying to i mean are you on tinder or anything like what are you doing what are you doing to meet these dudes no oh my god i went on a tinder date like a couple days before the before i went to miami and i catfished someone and um he ended up being a homosexual so he ended up catfishing me at the end of the day so it's kind of a lose-lose um how did you try to catfish him i lied on my tinder profile my friend is like you need to get on Tinder. Like I don't have a single dating app, and I've never been on them. I was on Bumble once, but I got kicked off. I I got let go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. How did you get kicked off Bumble? Oh God, it's a lot. I have a whole joke about it. I'll send you it. I have a. I got. I got flagged. It's, it's a long story. Wait, were you trying to sell sell photos or something? I feel like that's what no, most no, people get no, kicked no. off for. No. Okay, fine. I'll tell you. I have like a, I have a, I have a joke in my standup about it, but I'll paraphrase it. So this guy had a photo with himself and a baby. <clears throat> so I messaged him. I said, hey, "Is that your baby?" And he said, "Yeah, it came out of my butthole." And I said, "Yeah, you must have a loose butthole because <clears throat> you're gay." And he told me, "Not only am I not funny, 
but I am homophobic. And I said, are you going to have sex or what? And he said, no. I said, yeah, because you're fucking gay. <laughs> and then he flagged me. And I got a warning, and I just deleted the app. So Yeah, he, uh, he started the gay, he started the butt talk. You just improv, improvised I with them. Know. Yeah, you did a little like, yes and. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're just not good at improv, I guess. You went from butthole to you're gay. <laughs> you went yeah. A to B. You got to go A to C. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? I mean, how'd you meet the guy in Miami? Is, how do you meet that dude? Like, what's your, what's, your, uh, uh, what's, your stra- what's your strategy? What are you doing out there? In Vermont? Or no, just, just in just dudes? in general. Like, what's your dudes? yeah yeah? What's your dude strategy? To, like, are you just like? I have zero zero dude st- strategy. Zero. Like any guy who likes me, I'm like, no. And then if a guy doesn't like me, I'm like, you will be mine. And uh, I would say <laughs> I have zero strategy. Uh, I'm either a hater or a love thing. Um, yeah, I, I just really like. I just really am trying to figure out like what I. I just care way more about like stand up and stuff than I do about dating right now. Like I just don't really care. Yeah, I mean that's good. That's, you know, it's good to be focused on on that and not not like be needy or anything. Oh uh, well, I'm I'm very needy, but um, you but, know, no. So you're saying you're gonna marry. You don't want a guy that. So if a guy's into you, like say say you say you do your stand up, you're in New York. Let's assume you know the the virus is gone, and some like banker bro, like you know, hits on you after the thing. He's got his shit together. Are you going after a guy who's got his shit together, or do you just want like the you know the the rock star? I don't know yet. You don't know yet. I actually got a fake boyfriend in quarantine like three days ago. In Vermont, there was like I was like I got a, yeah I got in like an Instagram K hole. I was like looking at someone's picture into someone's picture and I came across like the hottest dude. And I just, I just DM'd him. I was like, what's up? And then I asked my friend, I'm like, who is your friend? He is so fucking hot. And he was like, oh, oh, blah. And I was like on the phone. And um, anyways, then the guy just started DMing me. And then before I know it, he's like, can I send you nudes? And I was just like, what? And he FaceTimed me yesterday when he was in a bath. And I was like, I'm Whoa, not interested in next yeah. level. So he was you thought it he was, was hot. Wild. You thought he was hot till he sends you a nude photo. Well, you think somebody's hot and then no, you no, realize no. that I they've got the emotional maturity of a twelve year old and you're like, bruh. It's pandemic, you know. Who knows? You gotta you gotta shoot your shot. Cause that's gotta yeah. be it's gotta but, be you know, kinda <laughs> easy to get laid. If you're if if this dude's in Vermont and and in you know what I mean? Like it must be it's it's almost like you He's have in a floor. Oh, he's in Florida. Oh, that's yeah. So that's kind of just a cock tease then. No, yeah, I, I just, I just like every. Yeah, sorry. No, I feel like the pandemic again. This is I'm I'm uh I'm going back to my single days to think of what I would do. But I think single Dave in a pandemic, I would know that's like that's like being at a wedding. Like you're if you if you're a couple single people at a wedding, you're gonna hook up or you you know what I mean. But you're not supposed to be hooking up anyways because you're supposed to be quarantined. Yeah, but you, you find mean just like messaging you, people. No, no, you find that one person that you're willing to get coronavirus for, and then you and then you keep and then you social distance together. I feel like that's fair. That way, you're only spreading it to one person. You yeah, know? I don't know. But I what you're like, gonna like dating go- is the last thing. Yeah, you, you need like a lumberjack up there, some dude who's like you know making maple syrup with his hands. You need like a real rough, rough for monster. Vermont. I mean, I only got five days left here, so. Oh yeah, that's right. You only have five. Well, then I guess just enjoy the solace. <laughs> I um, what else did I want to ask you? I wanted to know. 
I already asked you my questions. I wanted to know about um, what, like, you think is, you know, what's, well, first of all, what do you actually think is going to be going on for the rest of the year? Do you think your, like, comedy's just, you think New York's just going to get its shit together, or do you think we're just locked down? Honestly, I really have no idea. I don't see comedy clubs opening, I feel like, not till, like, September. Pretty wild. I have no, I have, I have no idea. Are you still doing your podcast? Are you, uh, you know, staying active? I need to do it. I haven't, I bought podcast equipment, but like, I'm just really like, honestly, I'm just not really bad at like, I just am the talent. I feel like sometimes, and I don't like to have to, I don't know how to do anything. Oh my God. So I were, I lost my job actually. Um, so I'm a babysitter. So out the window and, uh, <laughs> very sad. And I know by the time this pandemic is over, these kids are going to be like 35 and not need a babysitter. So <laughs> anyways, this is so funny. So the mom asked me one day at babysitting like a month ago and she was like, Chloe, like, I remember I'd asked you if you would like, like look up like these Taekwondo classes and stuff for the kids. Like, did you do it? And I was just like, listen, like I didn't, uh, I don't really do admin stuff. Like I- I'm more of the talent. And <laughs> She was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the talent." It's like you fucking you babysitter. You know, we've been, yeah, now, we've been talking a lot about that sort of energy where like if you think you're better than doing certain things, yeah, you might get fired from being a babysitter, but it'll help you out in the long run to like to set your bar high. Well, you know? and it's also about knowing your strengths and weaknesses. I know I do not have producer energy or like manager and like i i don't know i i need to just be told yeah. where to sit and when we're on and i don't need mm-hmm. to do any of the planning stuff that's just not my vibe but we appreciate you you don't need you like, <laughs> i agree with you it yeah. puts us in our roles you do your part and i do mine what podcasting equipment did you buy not to be a nerd i bought a microphone and headphones but they're like in the bottom of a backpack upstairs <laughs> I'm going to get it together. And when I do, I'd love to have you guys as guests. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We wanted to have you as a guest when you were out in LA, but you know, the virus. Happened, so. Are you going to have any plans? I mean, obviously like no one's moving, but are you just going to be stay put in Long Island after this? Is that where you're going? You said Long Island. Yeah, I'm going to go to Long Island, I guess for like two weeks from the East. I'm going to go to my friends for Easter. It's like my best family friends. So it's like basically my family. So I'm going to go there for Easter and probably for like two weeks. And then I guess things are supposed to loosen up on the 30th of April. But yeah. so then I was probably going to go back to my apartment in Williamsburg. You just like, have you been back since Miami or did you go straight to Vermont? Uh-uh. Oh, so you haven't even been home, been back. To I New went York. straight from Miami to Long Island to Vermont. I haven't been back. I think that's great that you haven't really had to deal with the bullshit in New York because I, I can't, I can't imagine New like I mean we're in Los Angeles which you know we're in a small p- kind of place it's like a New York style apartment but we we still have you know the open fresh air and everything but these people that you know they're closing yeah, down people's playgrounds it's just insane what's- yeah they, well they took they took off like the basketball basketball nets on the hoops and they took down the soccer goals and stuff outside in New York. It's pretty scary. I mean, I don't know. Like we're all just watching, just like Jesus Christ, because you know Tasha and I have both lived in New York and it's it's um. It's just wild. And then LA, they're saying this week's going to be the worst, but who knows? Like, That's we don't... what they say in New York. It's going to like hit the peak and stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> Who the fuck knows? Yeah, I mean, it's a little scary. It doesn't mean it's over, though, just because we get over this hump. But uh, yeah, I'm very grateful to be living in Los Angeles right now and not New York uh, because I feel like we have just a little more space. Like we can go on a walk every night and not be near anyone. And it's nice. Uh, but I forgot. I lost. Yeah, my no, it's just like like I haven't written a single joke. We, I, it's it's interesting to like uh, to take this time and try to be productive, but also like can't I can't force what's not there. Like I've got no take on a pandemic, yeah. and and I have no desire to write about minutia. You know what I mean? It's just it's just interesting. It's weird. A, like totally. all of a sudden I, you have all this free time for like what would be like all those things that you're like, oh man, if I only had the time for these creative pursuits and then all of a sudden you have all the time, but like you can't go anywhere and you can't do anything and all the things you would want to do with your free time are just not really possible. Like I would love to just, we have no jobs, just go somewhere <laughs> for two months while we have no jobs, but you can't travel, you know? I agree. I mean, the thing is, oh, I know someone who rented an RV and they're driving across the country. Oh, I have friends who are traveling right now and they're just going from Airbnb to Airbnb in different states. And like not talking to anybody. That's safe. I feel like that would definitely be frowned upon if like you would have to keep it like a secret you know <laughs> yeah or like be very like definitely. upfront about your safety protocols and like not stop anywhere and not touch yeah. anybody and then at some point you got to wonder like what's more dangerous the virus or the at the lack of like like people in los angeles are getting you know robbed at gunpoint there's i i had to call 911 and go go really? outside i went outside with a knife because we heard screams and i didn't know what was going to happen but it was like a distress what yeah. And I went out there and three cop cars showed up and I was able to point them in the right direction. But I was like, I don't, I'm not trained for this, <laughs> but I also wasn't going to let. That's insane. So it's like the purge. It's starting to be a little bit. And like, we have a friend who's in downtown who said he, he's on, you know, one of those apps that alerts you of what's going on. And he said that somebody was um, uh, kidnapped. Right? Sorry, I was getting water. Attempted kidnapping. <laughs> Jesus, so <laughs> Sorry, I was getting water. That's the perfect <laughs> mood of, uh, what is that, Coldplay? That's the perfect uh, mood Yeah, that's my friend who's here. It's funny because um, you said like how I like left my the world I grew up in and she's one of my best friends. She's a comic and she grew up Orthodox Jewish. And so she completely left her whole community. If That's you will. Wild. We were just watching a movie. What I brought her here though. Cause she went to, yeah, she went to cooking school for two years, but she doesn't eat. So <laughs> she just can't taste anything she cooks, but she, she, she's anorexic. Does she know how to churn butter? I feel like that's a, no, we don't use butter only sugar. Only sugar. She only sugar and salt. I she made like... me a butternut squash soup tonight. Ooh, that's amazing. Nice. What was the movie? I know now she's making an Israeli salad. Mmm, that's my favorite. So you bring, you just brought out your own chef up there to Vermont. That's, you're pretty <laughs> pretty smart. Basically, I'd watch I'd watch uh, a sitcom. I'd watch you in a sitcom of just like getting kicked out of. Uh, you know, different rehab facilities. <laughs> activity after activity, asked to leave. Every episode's like, what's Chloe well, going to get funny. kicked out of today? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. I'm probably going to kick off Instagram next. That's We're gonna, fine. We'll kick you off the podcast to end it. My next. ex-boyfriend <laughs> got kicked off Venmo. What? How? I, I met, I dated this one guy. We met on Venmo, actually. 
ha, ha, like you saw he made a large transaction and you like thumbs thumbs it up or something? How do you even like what's the what's the pickup line there? So he had a crush on me, I guess, through like mutual friends, and uh, everyone he kept asking people for my phone number and no one would give it to him. So he just uh, he just sent me money on Venmo. He was like sent me like twenty dollars and he's like for a double vodka soda, and then like we just started like talking on Venmo. That's a and, move. That's uh, a move. Like that I is would, a ball and I would, move. And I would, and then I would like charge him. I charged him like ten dollars once. I'm like ten dollars for a butterfly catcher because I have them in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> just like such dumb shit. That's that's. Pretty and then horrible. he'd be like, then he would charge me be like five dollars for a tickle fight. Oh. And then it turned out we were both alcoholic. <laughs> 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 is that what got him kicked off Venmo? Yeah. Was just sending petty cash? Mm. No, no, no. He got kicked off Venmo because he kept uh, every time he would make a transaction, he would do like a uh, fark. What's right? that? Fark, like that uh, terrorist trade organization. Oh he, yeah. He would write that as the as oh. the bio. So, but then what happens to your money that's in your account? If you get kicked off, I have no idea. I I, I don't really know. Vodka sodas. But he got, got an extra vodka soda afterwards. Then That's, it's all mine. Yeah, <laughs> you. I want to like. I I want to have someone. Maybe one of our listeners can do this. Make a flow chart of all all the places you've been kicked out and in guys that you've dated or crossed paths with. There's been a lot of destruction there. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm impressed. Thank you so much, sir. Um, <laughs> No, but you were saying like that this is a good time to try new things, but I've been like for the first time, I always just like just do stand up like I just do shows, just go to Mike's just that's it. And then like this time I'm like forced to do nothing. So I started like filming random shit and uh, I made my like first like sketch uh, the other day and uh, uh, I'm going to release it tomorrow. Basically, I'm Howard Hughes. Nice. Uh, what are you going to release Howard, it on? But, Instagram? Uh, or what are you putting it on? Yeah, I really don't have any, many platforms. Uh, Venmo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to release it. <laughs> God, I don't know. I'll just put it on my fucking Instagram page. No, I think that's smart. I think a lot of people are trying to like just do what they do. Like, I'm going to do a live stream stand-up show. And it's like, eh, I don't force what's not there. Like, if there's no audience, make something yeah. else. Like, sketches, it's a great time to do sketches or just, like, trying to, like, talk to other people who are out at home, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there really isn't much else we can do. So that's good. Good for you. I'll, we'll have to check it out when it uh, comes out. What's um, it, um, what's your Instagram so everyone can... I want you to promote it before we oh, get out of here. Oh, my Instagram is at Chloe LaBranch. C-H-L-O-E-L-A-B-R-A-N-C-H-E. You've had a lot of you've had a lot of luck with your stand up videos. I don't mean luck like you're not funny, yes. but you've done really well on your Instagram with that. What's the um what's the secret? Yeah, I was. I was just fucking killing it at one point. I was getting like hundred thousand views on my on my on my jokes. And then I took um I took like two months off just because uh I was drinking and uh <laughs> uh things and then I just stopped doing it and once I stopped I came back and I posted a joke and like i think like a lot of the algorithm of it changed or something maybe it just needs like reliable like once you post a few it'll pick them back up again but yeah yeah because i started doing videos with my podcast too which were really fun yeah but um yeah well so my new thing right now is 
I'm making movie trailers, like fake movie trailers. That's what I did for Howard Hughes. And I just filmed the Silence of the Lambs one. And I call it Silence of the Bats. And uh, that's what I just filmed last night. It's really, really, really terrifying. I'm basically in a basement. And it's pitch black. And I'm soaking wet. Spraying saw on myself. Screaming, I miss Tinder. And um, I sent the video to the guy I liked. Hoping it win him back. And... Uh, Basically, it was just very alarming. <laughs> well, look, I've said this. I've been <laughs> saying this all week that I think when we look <laughs> when we look back at this quarantine time, we're going to like major life decisions and career moves are going to be made because of what we do during these times. Like maybe you're going to be a filmmaker as well as a stand up comedian, or maybe you're going to find a, a passion that Honestly, that also yeah. fills you up. So who knows? You know, I mean, I, I didn't realize I, I just found out I'm a method actor and uh, <laughs> I had no idea. My friend I'm with, she's like, I, I'll just be screaming like I'm getting in character. She's like, what are you talking? Well, you're Indiana Jones. You got that vibe going right now. You're ver, ver, uh, Vermont. Yeah, I just found in- this hat on the floor. It was from the Howard Hughes sketch I filmed in here. Oh, nice. But, um, well, yeah, well, this um, so fun. yeah. Keep us posted. Stay safe. And uh, we'll let we'll let you go here. But uh, thank you so much for uh, letting us check in with you and safe travels back to Long Island. And and we'll have to we'll uh, we'll check out your video tomorrow when you air it. Yeah, and then I want to have you guys on the pod. And Tasha, it was so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, heard so many good things. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, thanks for having me. Stay safe. All right, guys. take care. See Talk you later. To you soon. Bye. Bye. Chloe LeBranch, everybody. That was Chloe LeBranch, very funny comedian. Do you want to do a wrap-up now, or do you want to just cut and do something later? Sure. Let's just do a few-minute wrap-up, because we've got our food slow cooking. Oh, my God. It smells so good. It's really starting to smell good, isn't it? Is, is again, and f- well, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you, everyone who's listening, for sticking around. It's very hard when... when uh, you know, we've we've developed both Tasha, myself, and our comedian guests. We've developed rapport when it comes to talking in person. And all of a sudden, you know, she's in like a cabin in in Vermont. It's amazing that we can even have a conversation with her. But it does kind of, you know, we're like clearly a two second delay there or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it does the job fine, but. I'm resistant to change and I like our method of having people sit at our kitchen table and have a podcast. It's the preferred method. This is the uh, second best thing. This is our option right now. So yeah, thanks to our listeners for sticking (laughs) with us. That's right. That's really weird time. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. Like we, you know, we of course love to do our stuff alone, but we've, we're also doing that on the Patreon. So we're putting out several hours of content a week, the Patreon, by the way, I want to give a big shout out. Oh, maybe I'll do it at the beginning of the episode too, but I want to give a big shout out to asthma. Is it asthma? She said pronounce it with, with like an S, S not and a, not, not a Z. Oh, because I was saying asthma. It's asthma. Okay. Shout out to asthma from United Kingdom by way of uh, Michigan. Her, uh, her um, husband's family's from Michigan. And I was on the, on the solo, on the private episode, I was talking about her getting that dirty, you know, that dirty flint water dick. And uh, Tasha was giving me eyes like I was being disgusting. But then she said she thought it was funny. So enjoy <laughs> that Michigan dick, that Midwestern dick. And uh, thank you so much for being part of our Patreon, Asma. We appreciate you. She said, I always I always ask people where they found us because it's so hard to, to build the audience through the podcasting app because people just have to like take a random stab at us, which we appreciate. But that's 
just not how podcasting works usually. But she said she found us through the Bachelor recap videos, which Exciting. is always nice. Yeah, it's always nice when someone finds us through something else. And then they, you know, I, I promote like crazy telling people to click on the link. And what's interesting is trying to get someone to listen who has never listened to a podcast before. Because you got to pick that one, po- like as a, someone who's never listened to a podcast before, you have to pick that one link to finally click. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not everyone is a podcast listener. I'm not a podcast listener. I don't know if I ever will be. I occasionally enjoy a podcast. What do you think that is? Flying. I don't know. I just have other things I would rather do to fill uh, up my mindless time. I wonder. Yeah. I, I wish it'd be, it'd be an interesting study to see personality types that listen to podcasts because some people hate this type of podcast. And, it, and to me, it's kind of like, I ain't, I ain't going to become NPR. You know, we're not, we're not, you and I aren't going to sit down. Well, yeah, and there's like, different things that we think are interesting. I, you know, it's just like the same, like, what do you like to read? I don't like self-help books. You do. I love a good self-help book. And actually, I was going to talk about this at the beginning of the episode, but let's talk about it right now. I wanted to read a review that we got. And again, I'm going to try to do this without any sort of um, saltiness whatsoever, but it's nice to read reviews. So um, here's a review. I put it down on my laptop here from a user. We got this. Don't look, don't read it because I want, I want you to hear it from me first. It's called Format Has Changed for the Worst. Is that proper English? Worst or is it worse for the worst? Has changed for the worst. Okay. Two stars. SAP stands parentheses stood for sex actually podcast but actually the sex conversations are now being drowned out by positivity shows and self-development growth themed shows i wish if they wanted to go in this direction they would have just spun off the podcast into a second one with these themes dot 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 <laughs> that's from smell the breeze on Listen, apple Listen, you acted like this was a horrible review uh, who cares? Listen, I I don't care. I'm reading it because the thing I do the thing I do care about is like, look, listen, people, don't don't leave a review if you're gonna throw down my rating. If it ain't for you, just unsubscribe. You know what I mean? Some people, I'm okay. Some people find you and they love you. They stick with you for life. And some people, you turn off and, and you never know what it is you said that made them go. I can't respond to podcast reviews there's no like reply option where i can be like hey shoot me an email i want to know what like I, i'd rather i'd rather her have an exit email where she tells me like what's really what's annoying you think a- it's a her yes yeah, sm- smell the breeze i don't think that's a dude maybe maybe i don't know smell the breeze right in sex actually podcast at gmail.com but uh the thing is is like i don't i don't care that someone's not for me but because they don't like the topics, they lower the rating, which in turn lowers the overall searchability of it all. So you are affecting my ability to do my thing. And for you to say you'd rather have me start a second podcast to talk motivational, you're telling me you want me to start a second business. You know, it's like, it's so annoying to me. Well, listen, I, yeah, it's, it would have been cooler if that person sent you an email and said, hey, I miss the sexy shows. What can I do for you, Smell the Breeze? I'm not, try- I'm not saying this as a people pleaser, but some episodes, and we, we mentioned this on the private episode, but I'm just, I'm just saying it again for the, the thousand listeners versus the 17. What can we do to let you know when it's going to be a sex-based episode versus a solo episode? Like what, like what Tasha and I have been doing, when we're, when we're together, we probably do something a little bit more spiritual than when we have a guest on like Chloe, who when Chloe's on, I want to know, if she's, I want to know how she's getting laid from Venmo. That's interesting to me. You know, I want to know, I want, I want to be steered by. I think what most people understand and sometimes maybe they forget is that our podcast is really guest 
driven. Like we know everything about each other. It's hard for us to come up with things to talk about just the two of us. Um, And if it is just the two of us, it's going to be stuff that's like related to what we're going through. We're not the same people we were when the we when you first started this podcast six years ago. Uh, our lives are a lot different now. We've grown and matured and evolved as people. And we're on maybe a little bit of a different path than we were in the beginning. I think that's okay. I think our listeners have grown and evolved with us. And I think we're allowed to have both. Like we're allowed to have, because it's, yes, it's a relationships themed podcast, but there are so many different types of relationships. There's the relationships that you have, uh, with a partner. There's relationships that you have with friends. There's relationships that you have with your family. There's the relationship that you have with yourself. And all of those are things that like are interesting to us that we want to explore. And if right now we're in this phase of our lives where we're doing a little more self-exploration and maybe a little more like mature partner exploration in, in that relationship, then that's chill. And when we have a guest on who's not in that phase of their life and they want to talk about getting raunchy on a Tinder date awesome. We're here for that conversation too. But you know, at the moment we're locked down for a month now I was almost and we don't, we don't have funny guests to come on and yeah. tell raunchy stories you right now. to tell you a good blowjob story from Tasha giving me big old blowies this week? It ain't there folks. <laughs> right into Tasha at Tasha Courtney on Instagram, right in her hashtag. Give your man some love. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, you're right. And, um, and it's like, f- trust me, I don't think I will ever graduate from hearing a good sex story. I think my, I think my, like, um, you know, you know, Germans are good at engineering cars. French are good at making bread and cheese. I'm good at prying about people's sex lives. So it was, I was almost insulted to be like, bro or lady, whoever wrote in, you really don't think I want to know about how you got blown backstage at a Backstreet Boys concert? You really don't think I'm going to like break that down and know what, you know, type of, you know, cucumber melon, you know, perfume you put on. I want to know it all. I'm in on it. So just so you know, it's situational with depending on who we have on as guests. Some podcast might be for you. Some might not. It's it's like anything else. Um, Read the description. Pick and choose. <laughs> and, I, and I did change. That's partly why I changed the podcast name from Sex Actually Podcast to SAP because the SAP, while it is just in in what's it called the acronym it is just an acronym for sex actually podcast it really did take on its own sort of image with the the tree like the giving tree aspect of it and sap being like a sapling you know it took like it's it's the it's the lifeblood of of the you know what stands sturdy and that's kind of what the podcast is it's it's the lifeblood so we might you you know there are plenty of times like if we were a podcast that just talked about sex we would miss so many great conversations that we have about our parents or a guest having about their you know relationships that matter just as much as sex sex is almost sex is the, the act of sex it's Itself is probably the most boring thing about it all. It's the pursuit of getting laid is nice. The the adventures you go on. Yeah, and all that the jazz. funnies and the failure. Yeah. Right? You know what you know what Yeah, I mean? it's about mistakes and messing up and failing and embarrassing yourself I've, and all of that is that's the stories that those are the stories that we love. Yeah, it's like Kim Crawl's episode. It's not funny because you blew a guy to get backstage passes to Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. It's funny because you blew the guy and then he didn't have the tickets for you. <laughs> that's the, it's like, it's anyway. So we go on and on, but um, we appreciate people sticking around. This is probably the last episode we film 
or record with the Zoom H6 setup that I've had for the last half a decade. We started out, now gear junkies are going to probably care about this more than other people. We started out with a simple Behringer mixer. You had to plug it into a laptop. It was kind of a mess. Do you remember back in those days you had to make sure I had to make sure it was plugged in the right or else it wouldn't record because I had an old laptop. I finally got rid of that, went to the H6, which is a nice setup, but we've had this ground noise issue and all this post-production I've had to do, this and that. So in in part of how we're trying to upgrade the podcast not with two-star reviews. We are trying to invest in the, in which is a very tough time. It's a tough time in the world economy to be spending money for anything, let alone, we we just bought today the Roadcaster Pro, which is a $600 um, equalizer. Meanwhile, I'm telling you to put back the expensive butter. <laughs> I know. We're literally skimping on butter. We, you know what I mean? We went to, we're at Walmart trying to buy, you know, you know, fruit and we went to, we're at, you know, we're trying to get our discount here and there, but the, the Roadcaster Pro takes all the different doodad attachments that makes our podcast work and it puts it all into one device and it is fucking amazing. Rode, R-O-D-E, Rode is a company that makes microphones and equipment based out of Australia. They're only in Australia. It's like a private company and um, uh, it's going to be delivered this week. I, I finally bit the bullet on it. What they have is Bluetooth built into the setup. So hopefully we'll be able to take um, more streamlined Skype interviews with people and we can also have all the music built in right there. So we can just kind of run it more like a radio show on the fly. So I'm really excited about that equipment. So stick around for uh, to see how that all sounds and everything. And also, I wanted to shout out to Christian. He gave us a $50 donation Christian, on Venmo. thank you. Dude, thank you so much. Uh, we are beyond humbled when that happens. Whenever we get... I had this happen on my Bachelor Recap videos where I got a 25 and a 10 and a $1 donations. And I was like, this is incredible. Like it... Someone... We have a, we have a Patreon member who will randomly just send us a couple bucks for coffee. Have a coffee today. So I'm not asking for that for us, but send, pass that along to somebody else. You know what I mean? And if, and, if, and if this, I mean, maybe I am asking, if this podcast does give you value and you don't want to be a Patreon member, but you want to chip in for the roadcaster, hey, we'd appreciate that too. We appreciate that too, but we already got it. It's happening. But it's one of those leap in the net will appear. Like, let's invest in some better equipment as we're trying, as we're forced to be like hunkered down broadcasting to the world. That's our only that's that's just like a tool that we can use to kind of keep our voice out there you know and i know you know you know me like I th- i've been thinking about this purchase for like five or six months and i was finally like you know what we've got the patreon it's been donating they've been donating their money and i like for that money to go back into upgrades so for those people that are watching on the youtube or if you're listening on the audio only go check out the youtube because we've got all new lighting systems and we read we repainted the whole place i mean you gotta you gotta admit i mean we're looking we're looking pretty good like we're there, but we got a ground noise in the fucking audio. No one can hear it because I probably spent hours scrubbing it out in the background. But you know it's there. Like, yeah. If you if you were if you didn't have to deal with it like to the point where you know we're holding it a certain way on my lap because if you put it on the table it's you know it's very finicky. It's a finicky bitch. But um, we're gonna keep the H6, which is a great tool for our car casting when we're gonna be driving across the country when they kick us out of LA when this fucking zombie apocalypse you know hits its peak but anyway anything else you want to say we're gonna get out of here no and i'm gonna i'm gonna you're real rambling ramble. a lot i got deep into a maze and i couldn't find the way out and i just kept on talking and folks i didn't get out of there sorry about your last 10 minutes i'm like in a maze where you just cheat and you just 
you know, grab a ladder and look up. You ever, you ever do one of those mazes where... Uh, no, I've no. never done one of those mazes. Oh, uh, yeah. Cor- we, have, we have them in my hometown. We have a corn maze. And you get into it, but they have what's called corn cop. And it's like the volunteers that are there to save you. Because it's like... it's. Do people freak out? Well, it's either freak out or they'll literally get lost. The sun's going down. And you, it, sometimes it takes a couple hours to get out of the corn maze. And they'll have like a bridge, a wooden bridge in the center of the corn maze. You know, these are a couple acres big. And you can you can walk onto the bridge to like try to find the way out. But in the end, these you know, it's 10 foot tall corn. And you're trying to like figure I've it out. I've never seen anything like that. In real, I've only seen it in movies, like oh, in yeah. Harry Potter. I've never seen one of those movies. Yeah, Escob- Escobar's farm does it in my hometown, and it's uh, sweet corn or whatever it's called. It's the type of corn not su- it's not for humans. It's the type of corn that it's a dairy farm. So they grow the corn, and then when it comes time to harvesting it for the cows, they just turn it into like a cool design. And then from the helicopter, the design looks like a Patriots logo or like Tom Brady. No, seriously. They make like some nuts designs. Yeah. It's all, you know, it's all gridded and all that. They shit. have to get a helicopter to figure. I just, we should do a deep dive on how this process these, works. These how people, do you make one of these mazes? They, also, I wish it was hedges and not corn. I don't know. Corn just feels like a little too. Well, you got to cut it down anyway. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's does, pretty doesn't the hedges feel a lot cooler? Yeah, but then hedges, you have to, you know, that's like a permanent situation there. Whereas the corn maze, I'll take you in a corn maze. Uh, don't you worry, <laughs> Tasha. You, you, I'm, I'm surprised you actually look interested in going in a corn maze. That's how boring the quarantine is. Haven't you noticed this? I, I, I know we got to get out of here, but you know what's, you know what's interesting to me is if, if you were to like go, if you were to go blind, you would pick up the sense of smell. You know what I mean? And if you if if you if you can't see, you get great hearing. You know, so like we kind of pick up the senses that that we you know when we have a weakness the body puts all of its energy into another way to survive and i feel like the quarantine's been doing that i mean we well we we literally get excited to go for a walk i'm like come on honey we're gonna go for a walk and you're like yeah we're gonna go for a walk we get excited for going for a walk we get excited if we're gonna go like do starbucks drive-through you know, as a one event of the week, you know, there's, it's just interesting when you take away a lot, like, um, certain human interactions. When I, when I go on runs, which I think is still legal in Los Angeles, you can go on a run. I'm, I'm, I do it in this very quiet part of town where I I run in the street and, um, you know, I run against traffic so I can see if cars are coming, but I also avoid humans. Everyone starts waving to each other. There's just a greater good. And I'm not trying to be all spiritual and say, well, there's a, there's a message behind this all. But there is something to tap into through these rough times. And I hope you all can find your version of that to, to, to think of like, while this is really tough, will I appreciate this in hindsight? Will I have valued this time? And what can I do yeah, to, I to value it? Your next trip to the beach is going to feel like amazing you're going to be so thankful even i mean the simple things going out to a packed restaurant you know that's that's gonna feel wild in a month it's gonna be like um it's gonna be like the first night of the titanic when everyone's eating you know you know that we know when the, the movie titanic started everyone was like so pumped to be on a fucking boat that's how we're going to be just to be at like... Do you know how doing. like Valentine's night, it's like impossible to get a reservation. Every restaurant is packed. I feel like that's what it's going to be like for like two months straight. Once we're allowed out, people are just going to be going wild. Like you're going to have to wait an hour for a table anywhere you go. If our stimulus check comes in. <laughs> well, yeah. No, but uh, I, I think you're right that like 
absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? Isn't that what they say? And, uh, you know, we are not allowed to do the things that we love. We're not allowed to go on hikes. We're not allowed to hang out with our friends. And so when we get the opportunity to do those things again, we're going to be really, truly grateful for it. Yeah. And that's all, that's all we can, I mean, gratitude is free and it's, it's the one thing we can look at these situations and it's, it's one thing we have in our control, the ability to be grateful. I told you this today, Tosh. I mean, I'm really grateful to have you here with me. And you we- would go nuts if you were quarantined by yourself. Uh, I, I, I'm an introvert and I feel bad for all of my girlfriends and stuff that I see on the know. internet that are stuck literally by themselves with if, no one If else. I couldn't go on a jog, it would be one thing, but I'm able to get my workout in. I'm connecting with the internet. You're probably right. But also like, I'm, I'm pretty good at managing my uh, serenity anyway, like with like getting out and about, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to mingle, but I understand that's not going to happen for a while. So it's, it's a long run. And, and again, we know it's not for life. So it's just all about being healthy and just, I'm, I'm more concerned about making sure families all stand healthy. And I hope everyone listening, your family's all staying healthy. And um, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Thank you guys so much for being a part of our community. Again, if you, if something's not right and you want to send us an email or have any advice or criticisms, just do, send us an email. If you're going to leave a review and it's not five stars, just don't. <laughs> five star review or no review. If you've made it this far into the podcast, you care about us, you like us, leave us a five star review. Or send us an email, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what's working and what's not. And if we can tweak you, we can. And if not, maybe I'll suggest some uh, podcasts that might be good for you. But I am trying to improve. I do take notes when people say I interrupt too much. I'm trying my best. You done? <laughs> I'm rambling. Oh my God, babe. Everyone go uh, support Tasha on Instagram at Tasha Courtney, TikTok at Tasha Courtney. Tasha underscore go Courtney. See, we had a, f- a few fun TikToks we've made recently. So go support those. And again, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye everybody. Bye. The S